Ladies and gentlemen, here's the smoothest interviewer in his own mind, Derek Dunn of Reviews and Dunn. What's going on, world? Once again, Derek Dunn of Reviews and Dunn with another interview. My guest today is a phenomenal singer by the name of Ashley J. Ms. J is currently making waves with her appearance on Take's latest release. But we're going to get into all that shortly. So everyone, welcome to the line, Miss Ashley J. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Blessed as always. Like I said, I'm looking forward yeah. to talking to you. Loving your new uh, track you did with uh, Mr. Tank. So we're going to get into that shortly. To start it out, who were some of your early influences growing up? Um, well, I grew up in church, and so... Um, a lot of background that I had was definitely gospel music. Um, I love the whinings, um, you know, BB and CC, and, you know, the Clark sisters and, you know, just um, Fred Hammond and Kurt Franklin, all of those beautiful artists that has paved the way and um, has really taught me um, just musicality um, in a sense. Um and, of course, here and there, um, we would kind of go and listen to stuff we wasn't supposed to be listening to. So, <laughs> so um, you know, you got to take it in the grass, and my mom loved him. But, um, yeah, you got, you know, that. And I really, I love jazz. I love jazz music. I'm actually uh, a musician at heart. So, um, you know, Jay Coltrane, you got Ella Fitzgerald, just, um, just different artists of that nature. I, I never... Um, want to limit myself in, in what I listen to because I, I've, I grew up that way. And now that I have the freedom to, to be and to, to listen, I, I listen to everything. So growing up, it was then um, them and, you know, um, different intermixtualists or different people, but yeah. Cool. Cool. That's, um, yeah, a lot of artists always say that, you know, they grew up in the church and they can listen to the second music. But I'm, I think for me, the older that I've gotten, you know, I've actually gone back and um, actually purchased older, you know, albums as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, buying the greatest hits just buying, like, singles. So yeah. a lot of stuff that I really got into was um, the Barge stuff. And even though oh, the, yeah. the Barge was R&B, it was still borderline, you know, gospel. Same with uh, Earth, Wind, right. and Fire. So, yeah, that's. Dope, man. Yeah. You got some of the same taste that I have. Same. And then, you know, of course, Stevie Wonder and uh, the Isleys. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. And, you know, once you, you get exposed to that and you're out of age that you can um, explore, uh, you realize what you were missing out on. And it seems like for me personally, I felt like, man, I should have been born <laughs> in the 60s or the 70s because the music was, it was music, you know, and it was, um, it was so – it's actually relevant today, you know, but, you know, we're losing it. It's losing its touch, you know. But I'm, I'm grateful for people like Tank and Lucky Day and her and all of these people that are, are out now doing their thing, kind of reviving what this music um, industry needed. So, yeah. Yeah, totally agree. I'm a uh, old soul myself, and I always um... – 
tell folks, if I could ever time travel, I'd want to go back to 1988 just to experience um, New Jack Swing because so many classic albums yeah. in that year, that'd be a cool thing to experience. So you grew up in um, Portland, Oregon. Yep. So I got to ask, how was it sound like growing up in uh, Portland? I actually, um, two summers ago, my, my wife and I, she's from Boise, Idaho. So uh-huh. we flew into Seattle, and, you know, we drove cross-country from Seattle to Idaho. And, you know, and we stopped in Oregon oh. to spend the night. So one of the first right. things my son pointed out was, like, Dad, is Oregon Trail a real thing? I'm like, yeah, man, it's more than a game. So we're driving, yeah. and we actually passed the uh, Oregon Trail. You know, I didn't see a lot of um, a lot of black folks at the town we stopped mm-hmm. in, but, you know, I'm sure Portland's a big city. I'm sure Portland's a bit more diverse. So how was it growing up in Portland? Yeah, it is definitely the majority is, um, you know, it's white. <laughs> and um, it was diverse in, in the community. I, I grew up in northeast Portland. So, um, yeah, there was just a handful of us. I felt like, you know, growing up, everybody knew everybody. If you were black, you knew somebody's mama or somebody's aunt, somebody, everybody <laughs> knew everybody, um, and uh, it just began to grow. We, you know, the more Portland got popular, it just, it just it's keep, it keeps growing. Um, but for me going up there, you know, it was kind of like you're just a hand, it's a handful of us in, in a crowd full of, of white people. And for me, you know, that's all I knew. And, you know, I was comfortable with it. Um, I, I thank God that you know, the the racism and everything was, is, is subtle. And I, I'm not saying that it's not a, a good thing that racism is subtle, but I didn't experience some of the the hardships that other people experienced before. And so, you know, I do recall a time or two experiencing um, that type of stuff, but it was it was like Portland is known for just like, I don't know, it's the hipster city. So it was just really about peace and love. And then you got those people from here, you know, time to time that will show you that there is another side of it. But um, I really love my city. It's very definitely cultural. Um, and I, I love the outdoors. It's very green, um, clean, crisp air. And, you know, I, I'm a sucker for trails and stuff. And it's just a beautiful place. It's You know, you got your mountains on, on one side. Um, and then the other side, on, on the west side, you got the Pacific Ocean. So it's just, you know, it's a huge place, um, a different variety of culture and, and people, but um, it just keeps growing. Cool, yeah. yeah. We were in um, Seattle. We were driving around, you know, it's like all, you know, it's like one big circle. So I saw the sign for, like, Portland, and I'm like, Portland's that close? I'm like, we should go to Portland. My wife's like, why? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's because it's <laughs> So we can say we've been to Portland. It's like, no, you know, we're stopping in Oregon, spending the night in Oregon. We're not going to Portland. And I, and then I also found out that um, where we were at in um, Washington State for her reunion, I had no idea that Canada was that, you know, close to um, Washington State. So, yeah, yeah it, it was definitely yeah. cool to see. So, yeah, hopefully one day yeah. I can uh, hit Portland with, uh, you know, and see what it's, see was cracking in Portland. Yeah, they're so known for the food trucks. Listen, if you like to eat, <laughs> they're known for food trucks, for real. There's just so many varieties 
um, and just uh, a, lot, a lot of local owned businesses and everything like that. It's just it's a beautiful place full of people that just and very relaxed. It's a very relaxed city. Um, you know, people come to retire there and everything like that. It's very chill. So, yeah. Cool, cool. So let's uh, go back in time really quick. Let's go back to uh-huh. 06. You know, at the time, I'm in the Air Force. I'm serving my country in the Middle East, but Ms. Ashley J. won at the McDonald's Gospel Fest. So tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> Uh yeah, um yeah, I was a <laughs> I was just coming out of high school and um I was actually just beginning singing. Like I my story wasn't about, you know, me going back you know, growing up at the age of three singing. That's not what I did. Um I probably started singing around the age of fifteen, sixteen. Um and there was a lot of people who encouraged me to keep going. Um, I didn't really know the gift that I had, but people seen a lot of things in me that I didn't know I had. Um, therefore, somebody encouraged me to go to Seattle and to, to um, just sing at a, a gospel fest. And um, I did that, and it was the McDonald's Gospel Fest, um, and I won. And uh, the it was like a finals in New York City. So... Um, it was at the Apollo in New York, and it was my first time flying, and um, it was it was a crazy experience. Um, I did not win, unfortunately, but I did experience. I, I always knew that I was going to be a traveler. I love traveling. I love uh, going on road trips and everything like that. So when I had the opportunity to to travel New York to fly, it was a crazy experience because I was doing it alone without family. Um, I, I had a guardian, but, you know, it was just, it was crazy, and uh, it was an awesome experience. Cool, cool. And I also understand you had a chance to meet the legendary, the iconic, the still hurts to this day that he passed away, Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, um, how was that experience when you met the purple one? Um, well, I... I ended up singing, the more that I explored my gift, I started, you know, seeking out the local clubs and the different open mics that Portland had. Um, got in touch with this woman named Lou Warfield. Um, and, you know, I began to sing background. That's how it all began. I started singing background. And I started traveling, doing that a lot. And she got the opportunity to actually sing with Prince for um, – like about a good five years, and then um, it, things evolved to where she was beginning to open up for him. And so that was the, you know, opportunity to, to meet him. So we ended up being invited to an event that he was there. Actually, it was his show in, in Connecticut at the Mohegan Sun, and that's where um, we met him at the, in the after party. You know, it was, it was crazy. But because of that opportunity, I – have the opportunity to sing background with him as well. So for his hit and run tour back in 2015, um, I sang with Prince and we toured and it was the craziest ride of my life. Um, that experience alone, you can't really fan out. It's the Prince, you know. Um, and so it was just a, a beautiful experience, uh, um, something I will never forget, uh, just seeing him at his element doing 
what he does and the value of his mind at work. That was just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, and I can hold dearly in my heart. And, um, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just an honor to experience something that major and experience someone that major. And, um, yeah, it's, it really does still sting that he is gone, but I'm, I'm grateful to have that experience. Yeah, rest in peace, um, Prince. Yeah. Music for for years. We still haven't even heard um, half the stuff in that man's uh, that man's vault. Vault. Yes. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So much music. So much music. So you work with Prince, and then you know you're mm-hmm. making a name for yourself, and then a gentleman by the name of uh, Darrell Babs, aka Tank, uh-huh. comes along. Uh-huh. And there's a humanizer <laughs> video with Tank that goes viral. So what was their reaction when you yeah. found out that that video was going viral? Listen, I just, I love to harmonize. I love to sing. That's what I, I love to do. So when I just, I made the video, I was putting it on there just because I wanted to just put it on there and have some content on my page. Little did I know that it was going to blow up the way that it did. My friend ended up calling me from Florida, like, hey, he's going to repost that. And I'm like, mm, yeah, right. Yeah, he's not. And he was like, you want to bet? And I was like, listen, I ain't got no money, so, yeah, this ain't going to work. So, um, But anyways, it happened. It happened, and my life changed from that point. Um, I The love that was shown, it has been truly amazing, and it has been a great journey to experience that. Um, and then to be recognized on that level is just it's pretty it's pretty awesome. I, it was mind blowing. My phone ended up dying. My iPad ended up dying. Everything because there was so many you know so many responses. People following me and the comments and everything. And my systems weren't ready for that. And because of that, you know, my life has taken a turn for the greatest. And it's just it hasn't stopped and it's kept going. And um, yeah, it's been it's been a beautiful journey thus far. Well, as an RB connoisseur, I'm happy for you, and I'm urging everybody to go on your streaming platforms, check out Tank's Worth the Wait EP, where Tank yeah. and Miss Ashley have a beautiful song called "Take Me Away." So R&B ain't dead, folks. You just gotta search for it. And I'm telling yeah. you guys, uh, in Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you use to stream your music, check out. Tanks Worth the Wait EP, track number two, Take Me Away, featuring my guest today, Miss Ashley uh, J. Yeah. Thank you guys You're so killing. much. <laughs> you have a yeah. cover of one of my favorite Stevie Wonder songs, As, which folks uh-huh. may remember, you know, from The Best Man. How did that yeah. come about if you decided to do that cover of a Stevie Wonder classic? Well, it is my mom's favorite song, and it that means a lot to me. And because of that, an opportunity opened up um, for me to sing um, on a compilation. And there were a couple of choices, but I was like, no, that 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 song is significant. And and the twist to it, the the remix of it is just it's beautiful. Um, I, I love how it just you know the music is slowed down. You get to listen to the lyrics in a different way, and um, yeah, I it, it it means something to me. That's a very significant song, and it's an honor to sing one of the greatest um, 
that has ever done it, um, and we are still blessed to have him. You know, um, I'm, I'm grateful to even be able to sing his music and to carry on his legacy any possible way I know how. So that's kind of how that happened. It's an honor to sing that song in particular. So, yeah. yeah, we did an amazing job on that track. Thank you so much. So speaking of performers, what was your first secular concert that you attended? Um, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. It, um, it was like, it was some type of music fest in, in Portland, and it was, Ja Rule was there, Maya was there, it was, it was like a whole bunch of people that, that was there. I think Timbaland was there too, it was just, some type of jam fest that they had downtown Portland. And I was so young that I was just, like, shocked at all these people. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, like, in a crowd full of all of these people, and it's just, it was overwhelming. Um, but it was it was uh, fun nonetheless. Um, but that's the oldest I can think of. I will never forget that I actually attended an Al Green concert, too. Oh, man, and the way he worked that stage, listen, it's just <laughs> such an amazing experience. Um, yeah, I, that one was the most memorable um, to see someone who still has it and, yeah, still going. Yeah, my first one was the um, New, New Edition Home Again tour. February 22nd, 1997, he yeah, had my first concert. Yeah, I son, don't remember dates at all. I don't remember nothing. <laughs> like, I remember everything. So I got an A1 memory. And my son's first yeah. concert was in July of 2010. Was, yeah. yeah, 2010. Earth, Wind, and Fire in um, Chicago. And granted, like, you know, he passed out, <laughs> you know, about uh, 90 minutes into it. So, you know, he, he didn't really miss it. But as he's gotten um, older, like, you know, I've taken him to more um, concerts because he's like me. He's a, um old soul, so he'll always be like, Dad, I don't like music of the day. You know, I want to listen to Queen. Or I want to listen to New Edition. Or I want to listen yeah. to The Temptations. So, yeah, I'm raising him, uh, raising him right. Yeah. So wow. if you could sit on a jam session with any band, who would you pick? Oh, yo, that's that's tough. That's tough. Um, I would say Earth, Wind, and Fire. I would say, like, I would add, like, a whole jam session. Like, I would want Stevie to be there. And I would want some, like, um, Robert Glasper, you know, I, I, w- I, would, I would just love a jam session. That, they think that would be the craziest thing. Some snarky puppy, I'm not sure if you know um, about them. Uh, oh, my God, ghost note. I just feel like just some type of, as long as I'm in there singing, I think it would be magical. <laughs> but just something with some new, with some, with some old, and then let's, let's come make magic. And 
Man, that would be that would be so dope. Yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot about stuff that I would just love to like see the process um go through. I think the roots is probably one. Earth, wind, and fire, main conditions, oh. the time, because you know it's like that yeah. band. It's like you know, it's a jam session. And when I interviewed um Stokely from Main Condition, he was telling me, you know, off the record, he's like, "Yeah, man, a lot of times, man, like some some of the best stuff, it it transpires from a jam session. Like mm-hmm. you know, we don't even sit down and write the lyrics. We just you just it's a groove, and then you end up using that on the album, like." freestyling the song, and then you go back and write it eventually, you know, for the publishing and all that. It's like, yeah, a lot of times, man, like, with bands, some of the best work transpires from a jam session. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So I I take it that you're working on something yourself, you know, that was their first solo EP or solo album. So what can fans Uh, expect from your solo debut? Oh, music is coming very soon. Um, it has been so long, and such, it's been a long time coming. And I am I'm so excited to, to share my life, my journey, um, my, my world uh, with the world and um, to express myself musically. It is happening very soon. I'm looking for fall, the fall for music to come out. And, yeah, be on the lookout because it's coming. And I'm excited. <laughs> I'm just cooking up. Coming. Cool, cool. All right, so before we close out, Chanel, I got to use some hard questions, some questions you really got to think about. No! Challenge you a little bit. So what's the one movie you'll stop and watch anytime it's on? The Temptations. <laughs> the Temptations. And I know this is crazy, but I love the Temptations. The heart, the five heartbeats is cool, but I love these Temptations. I, I do. I think I would listen to. I mean, I mean, I would watch both of them, honestly. But yeah. you know, if I see the Temptations, I'm gonna stop and watch for sure. Yeah. Speaking of attempts, if the um once the COVID and everything clears up, if you get a chance, if you haven't seen it, check out their um mm-hmm. Broadway show. Ain't You Proud to Beg? Oh, yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal show. Like, yeah, I mean, phenomenal, nice. phenomenal show. All right. Yeah, let's keep moving. I definitely looking forward to that. Uh-huh. What's your favorite TV show? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Um, and I think you could put Insecure in there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Insecure is a, is a show. You know, I waited. Wifey and I waited to watch it, you know, until recently. But we um we binged the entire the entire series up until, you know, season four in about three or four days. Oh really? Yeah. I had, I had no idea that it was um, that it was that good. Still team uh yes. still team Lawrence. Still team Lawrence all the way. <laughs> um, uh-huh. <laughs> <For> me too. <laughs> Same here. Here. And I'm still uh, with Molly. Um, Molly's Molly's a piece of work, but for me, mm-hmm. what I see in Molly is I just see Molly as someone that's so close to you know being a perfectionist that she doesn't mm-hmm. feel like she deserves to be loved because 
the guy she's with in season four, Andrew, was like almost like perfect for it. She couldn't get all her emotions, you know, in track. Yeah, Shark and Secure, man, a great show, and um, you know, I should have got hit to it sooner. So before we close out, just, uh, what's one piece of advice you can offer to aspiring artists? I would definitely say uh, believe in yourself and take the time out to get to know who you are as a person, as a human being. There's so many people wanting to be someone else and be someone they're not when you're missing out on greatness, just the identity of who you are as a person. So get to know you you and um, be confident in that and walk in that and whatever gifts that you have to give to the world, walk in that and give it with all of your being. Um, yeah, and just have fun and just be yourself because everybody else is taken for real. And is there anything else you want to add? And where can fans find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at A-A-S-H-L-E-Y underscore J-A-Y-Y. That's Ashley J with two A's and two Y's. Um, also, you can find me on Twitter as Ashley J, the same exact way. Facebook is just A-S-H-L-E-Y-J-A-Y-Y. Um, that is my uh, artist name. So you can find that on YouTube and everything else. Um, be on the lookout for my music. It is coming very soon. And I would just say, listen, um, if you want more of me and more of my sound, just come along on the journey, and I am looking forward to giving you my all. So, yeah, thank you so much for this. I appreciate that. All right, folks, well, you've been listening to Ms. Ashley J, recording artist, humble, insecure fan, Temptations fan, okay. Stevie Wonder Super fan, Prince, background vocalist, yeah. and she has next. So I hope you guys enjoyed hearing this beautiful spirit. Just chop it up with me and provide some positivity in my life on this um, Friday during this COVID. Yeah. I highly, highly urge you guys to check out Ashley's song with Tank once again on Tank's Worth Weight EP called Take Me Away. It's track number two. No excuses. Yeah. You know, not on CD. But we're all streaming, so hop on all your streaming platforms, support R&B, support real music, support real singers. So check her yeah, stuff out. that's cool. I want to thank, thank Ms. Ashley. Thank you so very much for having me. Yeah. And as always, in the words of Maurice White, keep your head to the sky. Till the next yeah. time, done out. Uh, uh.